Hey everybody, it's Shane and Seth back with Perceptions. Uh, this episode, we're just gonna pretty much. This is gonna be the start of our uh, subject episodes. Uh, the subject today is just gonna be about the future. Uh, so really, there really is no subject. We're just gonna BS here what we think is gonna happen uh, ahead of us. Uh, not not directly in the next week, but in the next coming years, decades what ideas we have and what what we think may happen uh years and years down the road so uh seth uh i'm going to predict in the future is going to talk a little bit more on this uh episode we're going to hear from him hear some thoughts uh and maybe it's exciting maybe it's not so we'll see so uh what about how far in the future do you want to start i the i'll tell you the main thing in my future i want to know is who is going to win this election that's my question to you first, and then we can go years down the road. My prediction on the election yeah. is Biden's going to win. we got to have pretty, un- over-under pretty here. Decent, by a pretty decent amount, uh, I think. Um, over-under five. Five what? I'm lost. Five points, five percentage points. Uh, 53-48. It'll be close. It'll be, I'll give you five. It'll be that's a good over under. I think it'll be I'll say five five points. He'll I win. said fifty three forty eight. <laughs> fifty three forty seven. Sorry. Um but five points. But yeah, I didn't finish though. Trump will automatically whenever it starts to go south for him, he's gonna be like Melian. Melian voting. I told y'all it wasn't fair. It's corrupt. This whole thing's corrupt. Yada yada yada. They had it in the bag. Here's yeah. what's gonna happen. Is my prediction. Uh, there's already been talk of it. With this much mail-in voting, it's not going to be the usual election day where you stay up till twelve thirty, one o'clock. And no, it's going to take a while. Fox News and CNN, they finally call it, and they're like, okay, there's been, you know, it's, we can now report, you know, that so-and-so's won. What's going to happen is it's going to drag out for two weeks, and in that two weeks, you're going to see a meltdown from Donald Trump. I mean, it's going to go from... It's going to be a meltdown from the start. I would say by 10 o'clock that night, he's going to start uh, putting the fraud, you know, in people's ears, blaming the mail-in. And over the – because I think it'll take at least two weeks. I mean, it took Kentucky in the primary. It took a whole other week just to decide who was going to run on the Democratic side against uh, Mitch McConnell, right? So uh, for the whole nation, I would say two weeks at a minimum, you know, and I think – that's going to give ammunition to everybody on the right. Everybody from from here all the way up to Congress, you know, everybody on the right is going to be uh, har- harassing, pretty much saying that uh, that it's in the bag, that the left has rigged it, it's a rigged system. Uh, that's why they're going to lose. Uh, that's my prediction. Well, it is all pretty corrupt, both sides. Both sides are corrupt, yeah. But I don't think nobody's. I don't think yeah. they're rigging an election corrupt. Mm. It depends on how you mean rigging. I should say that. Okay. Yeah. I don't think. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think they're they're sending in fraudulent votes. That they're you know there's some mass like they're throwing our votes away and just putting in Trump, Trump, yeah. Trump or Biden, no. Biden, Biden. I don't I think don't that's think happening. So. 
I think that happens in other countries. You know, we I don't know if you've read anything into Belarus this week. Yeah, I, I saw that. Somebody comes away with over, I think 80? it was close. Yeah, over 80%, 80% of the vote. Ah, yeah, that's a rigged system. And nobody liked him. They're all in the yeah, streets. Yeah, that's what they, yeah, they couldn't find a person protesting. that voted for him was the joke. <laughs> they couldn't yeah. find one person. Uh, no, I don't think it's that way. Now, I do think that they, you know, there's, that's pretty much the political game these days is just to spread as much misinformation as you can uh my own my own opinion is 75 percent of it comes from the right uh of this misinformation and uh you know i don't know and maybe that's just me looking i think a lot of the the hatred in misinformation comes from the right i'll say that uh not saying that you know there there's plenty of people on the left that that hate donald trump but like the uh the whole the whole birther uh, movement he had going with Obama. He's already pushed it on uh, Kamala Harris. You know, it seems like, I guess, if you don't have white skin, apparently to the Republicans, uh, they question whether you can even be president or not. Have you seen that? Yeah, I wouldn't say it's all Republicans. I think there's just as many Republicans that thinks Trump is an idiot as Democrats almost. No. But for some reason, they'll still vote for him. No. I don't... I, don't, I, w- I wouldn't... There are some, but... I'd say for the most part, Donald well, Trump is—he's taken that party and drove them right off a cliff. Even and, and they're all going to follow. Not all, ninety-eighty-five percent is going to follow. Well, even some of the far-right Republicans you hear that they just want Trump to keep his mouth shut and he'd be all right. Yeah, but to me, that's—I—I don't—I still don't see how you can follow. So you're basically saying, yeah, he's a bad guy, but. Uh, he's enacting what I want, so I'm going to follow him because of that. Yeah. So basically, so you're saying, hey, I'm a douche too, so that's all right. If if we would just keep our mouth shut and most people didn't know what we were thinking, uh, they would like us. They'd be okay with us. Yeah. Well, first, I don't agree with that. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I've heard it from Republicans. Yeah. You wouldn't agree with what they're doing or you wouldn't agree with my assessment? No, I agree with you is what I was trying to say. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay, you wouldn't agree with them saying he just needs to shut his mouth and everything yes, be all right. right. Yeah, true. Okay, well, we didn't get that far into the future. I mean, we got a couple months there. So, um, what about uh, what about your next car? You going for the Tesla? That's in the future. Mm, not around here. No, I don't think it's that's doable. No, I don't. But yeah, I would like one. I think they're awesome. What if you get one around? You got to buy. A charging station for your garage? I'm not sure. I haven't looked that much into it because I never thought I would ever have one. But he, the way I understand it, yeah, you just buy like some kind of charger for your house, keep it charged up. What about around. when they get down to like twenty five thousand for their for their basic model? Or, oh know? yeah, we could maybe do something. That's gonna be a while though. Never have to worry about changing the oil. Yeah, but they still got problems. Hmm. Not too bad. I've, I've looked at some guy put 200,000 miles on an older model, and he really didn't have to do many repairs. So Yeah, you yeah. told me about it. We yeah. had figured up the gas mileage to yeah. like maintenance on a regular combustion engine. We didn't figure out the maintenance. We just did oil no, changes he had, and gas. Yeah, he had everything on that, whatever it was, like a little yeah. rundown of what all he had spent on it since he had it. Yeah, you told he me broke about everything it. down to how much he saved and 
I think over 200,000 miles, we said, with just basic <laughs> maintenance on each, you'd come out about 6000 a head. Yeah. That's including, like, your electric bill to your gas bill. Yeah, he broke everything down. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's quite a bit, though. Over 200,000 miles, you know, let's say you put 10000 a year on it, so you drive it. Uh, well, if you only drove 10000 a year, you wouldn't have the car that long. You wouldn't make it 200,000 miles. But let's say twenty thousand a year, that puts you at a ten year plan, six thousand dollars over ten years, that's that's a pretty good deal. Not bad, and they're only getting better, so Yeah. What's the driving mileage, driving range on them things these days? Last 300? I heard around two two fifty. Something. I mean I think there's some that get closer to three hundred, but I heard if you really drove it hard, like if you really drove it hard you would get about two hundred and ten. But that, I'm thinking the people were acting like you would really have to drive it and not worry about your battery life. So, which, like a drive for me, a 15-minute drive in the morning and a 15-minute drive in the afternoon, I could probably, you know, I could go a long while uh, on, on my battery without even needing to charge. Yeah. So this one here, I just pulled up the site. The new Model 3s get 322 is what it says. Oh, that's pretty good. That's more than I thought. Yeah. Hmm. So, how long before you think they have a good chunk of the uh, of the market going the way they're going right now? I think it's going to be a while still. Decade. Uh, at least. I wish it wasn't. I wish that we could. To me, it just makes sense to for everybody to eventually get one sooner rather than later yeah uh, they just keep advancing them people wouldn't have to drive anymore it could be like yeah. a computerized car which people would hate that people like know. to drive though i know i like to drive but to mm. me it would save you time you could do stuff on your way to work um yeah i didn't finish what i was saying earlier all the cars could link up right yeah you'd have whatever bluetooth wi-fi however but if all the cars were electric, you would never have car wrecks. Okay, a lot less car wrecks. Something, I guess, could still happen. A tire could come off, and you could still hit something, I guess. But if they were all linked up, you know, you could slow mm -hmm. down before you hit one. Save a lot of lives. Yeah. People couldn't drive drunk. Save yeah. a lot more lives. Uh, traffic would be a lot better. You wouldn't have to wait on people. They would know where the traffic's at. They could time it right, take different routes. True. You wouldn't have to wait at stoplights. You could just drive on through. They I don't know. think. I think it, they could it time won't be everything. like a figure eight thing now. Yeah, this is. We're so. talking way in the future. A hundred years. Because <laughs> people are still going to be driving cars, even if they do get electric cars that are really nice. People are still going to want to drive. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I enjoy driving. I would like to have one of each. I mean, I, I would like to have an electric vehicle. And now I'd like to have just, you know, my own little toy to drive around when I wanted to. Uh, yeah. I, I just, uh, right now, I mean, vehicles, I mean, they're pricing a lot of people out of the market. Because like a brand new truck these days, you know, you're looking at $40,000. And that's 40 more than... I really want to give at the moment for a brand new truck. I can't see, I can't see spending that now. If you get down, you know, like the sedans these days, you're looking at twenty-five to thirty thousand. That's 
that's not great, but it's it's doable, I guess. And so I would just, you know, in the years ahead, I hope that, you know, by by just the technology becoming an everyday use and everything, hopefully, you know, uh, the money goes downward, you know, to price people back into it. Because uh, me making what I make right now, and um, which I don't have to rely on a car, you know, I mean, I, my work is, you know, I don't eight to ten miles from the house, so I'm not really relying heavily reliant on something to get me far that's a reliable vehicle. Um, but hopefully in the future, you know, they can take care of the price and I can look into a new vehicle. Uh, otherwise, if these things still keep going, if trucks still keep going for forty, fifty, sixty, you know, upwards of seventy thousand dollars for a nice truck. I'm never getting a new vehicle, and if that goes, you know, if that goes the same for Tesla, I'll probably never get a new Tesla. You know, I might get a used one, yeah. and then once you get a used one, though, then you got to worry, you know, what what have they done to this battery, and who's jacked around with this thing, and you know, that that would make me, that would scare me, you know. Yep. I wonder just, you know, technology itself, what are we going to be, you know, are we going to be Wi-Fi? Are we going to be, are we going to be uh, Neuralink that they're, you know, that they're working on to come up with uh, pretty much Wi-Fi in your brain to where you can just spread messages between each other? Like how far are we away from technology being in your head? I think it's going to be a long time. I think that's really years. cool, though. People hear about it and they think that it's crazy. Musk is, yeah, trying to put a computer chip in your head, make people really smart. Well, not exactly. I think at first it's like what he didn't he talk about it on Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's they're going to help people with disabilities. First. Yeah, so yeah. The first trying thing they're to trying do. to take care of is is. Uh, yeah, physical diseases that they can, you know, or diseases of the mind that they can try to uh, correct. So, yeah, that'll, I mean, that'll be the first, uh, which that should be the first place they go and the first thing they try to uh, correct. Uh, but now you hear crazy things like that from scientists all the time. But, uh, I mean, think about all the crap, though. I mean, I don't, I don't understand... You know, I'm listening to a book right now that I told you about uh, by uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. Uh, it's, what was it, Astrophysics for the People in a Hurry? Uh, uh, something like that. Yeah, just the just the study of, uh, of the universe, man. I mean, people have, I mean, like you're talking hundreds of years ago, people already knew, you know, they had already counted the planets and, you know, seen the moons and they can, uh, you know, in this past century they they'll tell you how much hydrogen makes up the universe and you know what the most common atoms are and you know what's going on out there and when you think about that like for me I don't know about for you and for the people listening but for me it it blows my mind and I still you know I can read this book but I still don't I'd like to see the scientific approaches these scientists use to figure that stuff out because to me, I'm just like, you know, I, I, I question, like, how do you know that, though? You know? Yeah. 
and which they you know you think well that's just a guesstimation but then he he goes through this scientific process that he gives you and you can physically see it you know through a telescope and over a period of time and um, you know it, it blows your mind especially blows your mind if somebody in 1750 you know come up with this and you're you don't even you couldn't even do it now yeah you know yeah that that's how it is for me i've been listening to dan carlin's hardcore history yeah podcast and uh yeah it's crazy i don't know why but i always thought you know uh people got smarter these days than we used to be no but yeah yeah, you go back they were smart back then they yeah they might have been smarter back then than we are now yeah uh yeah no i think this new version this new technology you know from uh i don't know i since computers you know since since windows 95 that's just (laughs) i mean it is uh I think dumbed us down. I think there's just not enough. There's so much information, and our brains are, our brains aren't uh, compatible to uh, to take it all in. We we just can't, and you know that's why you you got to have those people that are uh, that are determined, and they get uh, they just get sucked into their one hobby and one thing they do, and those people turn out. You know they they create these great things and. Uh, you know, I, I guess you're lucky, you know, if you, if you're a person that can do that to not get distracted by everything else that's out there to put your mind and all your focus and energy into this one thing. Uh, and I, I believe that's what you got to do. And I think these days there's just so many things that are, are, uh, exciting and that you want to know about and that you want to learn about. Uh, but you know, we're, uh, Everybody's trying to be a jack of all trades, and none of us are being experts in anything. And I think that kind of dumbs us all down a little bit. Yep. <clears throat> I yeah, did, I uh, agree. Yeah. I think. I was going to say, I think our that has our attention spans have something to do with that. We they just keep shrinking and shrinking every year. Yeah. I well, yeah, and there again, I don't know if it's our attention spans are going down. Or there's just that much more information going up, you know. Uh, it's, I mean, look at social media. You know, we social media has blown up. It's it's the same companies, you know, and it's it's the same huge companies buying the smaller companies, you know, to put with theirs. That so you don't have twenty to thirty different social media uh, networks, but you've just got you know it used to be you know myspace and you could say a couple things and put some music on there and people would see some pics now you got facebook and it's just a daily you're swiping through there and then you know we got videos on facebook and memes coming up and then you can switch over real quick to instagram and look at just the one picture with a little caption or the video you know and then you got twitter where you can just say what you want to real quick and was 120 characters or less and it's just there's just so much to keep up with and so many people out there and so many opinions and new ideas and new things and and that's you know that's you take that and then then you add in you know a a sports person or an athletic person that does you know a certain hobby and that takes their time and then you've got 
family and everybody trying to have their own and do their thing and then you know you put in mowing the yard keeping up with the house changing the oil you know keeping the air in the tires and it's just uh your attention span can't be that long or you'll get behind in you know other parts that you're ignoring at the moment so yeah it's it's just hard to do yeah kind of on uh on the same note sort of uh the mark manson guy that i sent you his uh, newsletter on Mondays. I don't know if you ever read them or not. I haven't. Well, I, I had to switch but, my email because it got hacked. Yeah, I well, was getting them. Today he sent out this one. He talks about. Uh, have you ever heard of the six degrees of separation? Yeah. Yeah, it's the. I'll just read it word for word. But it's the idea. The idea is that each person in the world is connected to every other person in the world by no more than six social connections. And they tested it in the 60s and found that it was correct. pretty much true. It's right around there. Um, so, that's, well. So he did it today uh, and it worked? Yeah. They did the same thing on Facebook in 2016. And on average, two people, it's down to 3.57. So, so a little more than three people away from knowing everybody. Yeah. It's shrunk. It's, Yeah more information to everybody and it's really this is talking about how it shrunk the world the world is actually getting smaller yeah digitally i guess did yeah that's what i was digitally uh yeah the six degrees of separation i guess are now three and a half degrees of separation uh all online but then when you go to people i'd like to know like as far as talking wise and actually know that person what the degree of separation is probably got further yeah I would say if it was six, it's probably now ten or more. I would say it's gone up more that way than it's gone down more digitally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, there's there's just a lot of stuff out there. There's a lot of stuff to know. Uh, it was on some pod. I, it might have been on Joe Rogan's podcast. Uh, I listened to several different ones. but uh, And I, I think I even seen a meme on Facebook. But it was... Uh, pretty much asking people you know you, you always think oh well, if i went back in time you know i would do this or i would do that or you know you see the back you know the back to the future part two or wherever where uh biff goes back in time with the sports almanac and he wins all the money never seen no, that I've, part i've huh? never watched that one okay well he goes back in time he's got a sports almanac that tells him the scores and the finals of all these games and he wins these millions and millions of dollars uh, and so you think, or I've thought sometimes, you know, if, if I went back in time, what all you could do or what you would want to, you know, what you could get there before and say, look, this is going to happen and help create earlier. But there was somebody on a podcast that said, you know, if, if they dropped you off in the wilderness in, you know, 1800 with just a bow and arrow and a knife, how long would it take you to send an email to somebody? Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you've got all the technology here, and you use it every single day, but could you actually create that? Do you know enough? Have you learned enough to create and use this technology around you to get anywhere? And I thought, and really, actually, I couldn't get them no more, you know, I couldn't get them any more closer than they're going to be if I just let the, the timeline that we were on yeah. draw out you know what I'm saying I'd have to wait for 
Bill Gates and, and everybody else and be like, if y'all could make a computer, I'd really like to get on my AOL account right now. So, <laughs> you know, so, yeah, that's that's something to think about. I would, I would want to be more proficient. I do think if I went back in time with my, with uh, the job that I have and everything, I'd, you know, maybe I could make, create a car. I could create a car faster and then be like, look, y'all need to, come up with some electronics and some computers to uh, help this thing go fast, faster. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Yeah, talking about building stuff, I guess, um, it, uh, it kind of just blew my mind, I guess, in that, uh, in that same podcast, Hardcore History, you're talking about how, uh, who was that? The ruler, the Persian guy? Darius? Yeah, one of them. Uh, it was like, was it 2,000 years was before Was it where the city them? got lost? Talking about where the city was lost, this huge city? And they find it in the desert and they don't yeah, know what it is? it was like 2,000 years before I think so, them, yeah. And that was like 2,000 years ago, so yeah. it's like 4,000. They had lost yeah. that knowledge. They come up upon yeah. a city that was buried in the desert. And it was the architecture was better than what they was doing at the time. Yeah, and it yeah. was because this these people had been lost, and their so their knowledge and their ingenuity had been lost along the way. And yeah. they they didn't they couldn't describe it. They didn't know who had built it or where it was from. Yeah, I think it was Darius. Yeah, it was, was the wrong. leader, the king at the time. Yeah, that's that's, that's crazy, crazy stuff. I mean, that could uh, that could happen. You know. You take an asteroid, hit the Earth. Let's say, well, we got 8 billion people now. Close. So you say, let's just say it wipes out almost everybody, and which almost everybody for 8, and 8 billion people. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure a scientist could give you, an, give you a number and be like, this is how many people will make it. But let's just say 100,000 people make it. Uh, you know, what's the, how long will it take them to get back? you know to where we're at now yeah and i mean who's going to come up you know how does how does wi-fi work how does sound waves and you know all that how do how does it work how do we receive it and send it out and you know that's that's a that's a question you know they would have to ask how do we get electricity going how do we make the grid we take a long time yeah i mean even to build well I can't say simple but like the pyramids I don't even know if they really know how they made the pyramids well I mean if you have ideas yeah but but, yeah I mean you're right though I mean you take a hundred thousand people if nobody's ever worked at a cement factory before and they're trying to build a parking garage yeah you can't do it you know what I'm saying I mean I mean you know it, it takes a lot of knowledge just to to get to the basic portions where you know i mean we could you know we might be able to make a wheel out of wood but if everybody dies how do you make a how do you make a tire these days what goes into the process where's the nearest production plant at how do you run those machines you know there's there's how do you make those machines yeah how do you make those machines what computer program is going to have to run to make them work like they do you know that's it's a lot to a lot to know so yep 
Well, yeah, that's cool for technology. What about socially in the future? Like, where do you, where are we going to be at 25 years from now in the United States? Where are we going to be at? I don't know. What do you mean? I mean, like, just socially. Like, is everything... Like, now are we're we going to be divided? Yeah, like are we, we going to be divided? Do you think... Are we going to get money out of politics? Is the Congress going to work like it used to back when they made it? Or are we still going to be in the same sticky situations? Basically, are corporations still going to own America in 25 years? Or is the, uh, are we finally going to get back to what we were good at before? Hey, let me... Let me... Let me... I don't want to cast it that... Is the corporation still going to own America, or are the people finally going to let their voices be heard, stand up, and get this thing on the right track? I want to say that. I don't want to say we were good at anything before. Uh, you know, it, we were, or we are a great nation, I should say, but there's a lot of stuff that we can work on as far as social justice, the way our economy works, the way our government works, uh, where we spend our money at. Uh, how we help each other out all that can be all that can be better so I don't want to I don't I, I'm not Donald Trump I don't I don't want to say we should go back to a certain time because I feel like if you say we need to you know be great again and you, you're trying to take us back to a time that used to be I don't I don't think we were greater any time than we are right now I think we're always in a progressive movement and I think as far as America I think we're always we're we may not be progressing forward at the moment, but we're not falling off the table. You know, we, we're, we're rolling along uh, on this horizontal stretch, but I, I think we're going to progress upward from here. Yeah. Um, I think it's as good as it's ever been right now. I mean, we're all divided and everything, you know. But, yeah, I think it's going to continue to get better. I have faith in humanity. Yeah. What about a hundred years from now? Well, there's no way to really know. Well, I mean, in the if you go by history, something always happens, and it doesn't usually. I don't know. Well, people. The only reason I question, uh, you know, you hear this. You know, the boogeyman talks about this one world order and, you know, the Illuminati taking over the world or Freemasons or whatever you want to believe and people trying to make this one world order. I don't, you know, in the future, I believe our world is becoming so small with the Internet and with, you know, iPhones and cameras and pictures and satellites and TV and radio and uh you know, I could see a thousand years from now it being just us being just one group, one nation, especially when space exploration takes off. And we're if you're hopping from planet to planet, if you come up with the technology to say we're going here, we're going there, we're going to see that. I feel like that brings, you know, uh, that, that makes Earth even smaller. <clears throat> and there may be some hiccups along the way, but I, I can see in the future where that you know we become just one nation one world you know where there aren't all this i, I don't understand I, I understand we separated 
just borders on who controls what, but I don't know. I don't, <clears throat> some people, you know, want to say, well, I'm American or, you know, he's not from here. And really that, you know, we're all just, you know, little bitty five to six foot individuals, you know, flying around at a thousand miles an hour on a big rock and the middle of nothingness you know going around a big fireball so <clears throat> i know that i kind of stole that from joe rogan that he says that a lot but really that when, when it comes down to that and you think about it you're like yeah that's why even worry about that but i i do feel like yeah if we the longer we go that i think the closer we're going to get they've actually been adding countries you know africa's added several countries you know this, these, this past 25 years, I forget how many it was, but I feel like at some time, uh, I think we're, the gap's getting close, closer, closer and closer to where we're, we're just going to be just one individual earth state. Yeah. <clears throat> and that, you know, a lot of people can look at that like the boogeyman, the people in charge of that, but you know, it, that'll be as good as the people make it. Or as bad as the people make it, you know. You can, uh, can you imagine if the one world, you know, if the whole world was under one government, and we, you know, you had somebody like Donald Trump in charge of that. I mean, he'd be trying to put tariffs on Mars and stuff, you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we went thirty minutes, actually a little over thirty minutes. I think we're gonna call it a day for now. Uh, you got anything to add? No, I think I'm good. He's good. All right. Well, uh, I hope you enjoyed this little just uh, BS conversation we had. Uh, there will be more to come. We'll see you guys next week.